We have been listening for the last few days. I'm not checking email, okay? We've been listening for the last few days to this first reading from the suffering servant. It's from Isaiah. And um, it's a very, well, it most likely, 99.99% refers to Israel, the suffering servant. But it fits beautifully with Jesus and his role and his attitude and everything that makes him up as he suffers in the face of such injustice and trusts even more in God. But it is the responsorial psalm today, I think, that kind of says it, captures it, uh, and, and what it could mean for you and me. Um, we kept saying, Lord, in your great love, answer me. That's our conviction. Lord, you will answer me. In your great love, answer me. And then this person, uh, and it reflects the suffering servant of Isaiah, but it's in the psalm, for your sake, Israel is saying to God, for your sake I bear insult, shame covers my face, I become an outcast to my brothers, a stranger to my mother's sons, um, uh, then the insults of those who blaspheme you fall upon me. Insult has broken my heart, I'm weak. I looked for sympathy, there was none. For consolers, I couldn't find one. Rather, they put gall in my food, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Now, how many have had a glass of vinegar recently, drunk a glass of vinegar? Anybody? Don't do it. Now, some will do it now, I'm sure. Don't do it. You will probably lose your breakfast, lunch, or dinner, even from the day before. Don't do it. It tastes awful. But they, he says, and in my thirst, when I was thirsty, I begged for water. They gave me vinegar to drink. Yuck. But then, this is what this suffering servant says, I will praise the name of God in song. I will sing about it. And I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See you lowly ones and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. And then listen how it describes the Lord. For the Lord hears the poor, and his own who are in bonds, he spurns not. He doesn't reject them. The poor and those who are bound up, he won't reject you. Because, as we kept saying, Lord, in your great love, answer me, repeat. Lord, uh-huh, again. With a little conviction. With a little gratitude. Okay. Now, I want to share with you where the rubber hits the road because this is about bullies. This is about people who reject us. This is people who treat us unjustly. This is about prejudice. This is about being called a name because of the color of our skin. This is about people hating us just because they're stupid. This is about all the injustice that happens to us. What do we do with it? How do we respond? If somebody hates me, do I hate them back? If somebody spits on me, do I spit back on them? If somebody's unfair to me, do I turn into an unfair person? I hope not. The world's got enough of those. If a dog bites you, would you get on all fours and dog, bite the dog back? Okay, keep that image. There's a great scene, my favorite scene in the DVD, double DVD, called Gandhi. All six, seven, and eighth graders, this is required watching. If you don't watch this, you're, you're not going to have a moral bone that you need in your body. Must watch Gandhi. And in it, Gandhi, who is an Indian, that means he had brown skin, 
He went to, to England to study where he was treated like an equal. Here he was in a society where he was treated because of his goodness and his brains and, and because he was a human being, not because he was Indian. And that's India from India, not Indian from here. Okay, so he goes, he gets a degree in law, he's, he's brilliant. And he goes through a lot of transformation. He comes back to his own country of South Africa where Indians were part of the population and nobody liked them among the white people. Uh, they were people of color. So he had a friend who was a minister uh, of the Presbyterian faith. And they uh, used to talk and share all the time. So one day, they're walking down the road. And here's the street, and here's a curb up here. Only white people could walk on the curb, not brown people. It was the law. And if a, if a brown person or a black person walked on this, they could get arrested. They could go through a whole bunch of trouble. So they're walking down the road, and Gandhi steps up on the sidewalk. He knew the law. And the Presbyterian minister, a white man who had the right to be here but knew he didn't, said, oh, Gandhi, why don't we walk down here? I think it's better. So Gandhi says, no, I rather prefer it up here. Let's walk here. And the minister's getting very nervous. He says, no, no, I, I like it here better. Why don't we walk together here? He says, no, it's nice here, but I like it better up here. And so the scene is set. Gandhi knows he's breaking the white man's law and he's going to pay for it, but he didn't care because he knew it was unjust. So he knew he would be insulted, rejected, like all that stuff in the psalm, but he said, God's on my side. I'm the poor man here, and I must speak the truth. So he says to the minister, he says, you know, and he wasn't a Christian, Gandhi. Uh, he, he wasn't a Christian. He's a Hindu. And he said, you know, I've read the Christian scriptures, the Gospels. And, um, you know, Jesus said, whom I, I love the things that he teaches, he said that you should turn the other cheek. If somebody hits you on this cheek, turn and offer the other one. They'll hit you again. So the minister says, well, I don't think he meant that literally. I think it was just a figure of speech. And Gandhi, who was not a Christian, said, oh, I disagree. And I'll tell you why. If a man hits me on this cheek because he is unjust, he's a bully, he's a creep, but he's got power. If he hits me on this cheek, and I turn myself willingly and offer him the other cheek and he hits me again. And then I offer the other cheek and he hits me again. And I offer the cheek again and he hits me again. He says, I think that eventually that man will respect me because he will see me as a man of courage, a man standing up for truth. I think this man will win him over. And I think Jesus understood that. And I have to say, Mr. Gandhi, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you are absolutely right. Jesus said, we need to find, and the only place we can find it, we need to find courage inside. And that courage flows out of that psalm. But the Lord looks upon the poor and saves them. The people bound up, he'll set them free. But we won't find that out there. We'll find that only deep inside. And probably the best way to unlock that truth is to pray about it. God, teach me courage. God, show me how to stand up. 
God, don't let my oppressors stand over me. Don't let the bullies bully me. Let, help me. Help me stand up and be the best I can be. As we come to the last days of Holy Week, Friday, we're going to read about, read again together, the crucifixion of Jesus. I encourage you, if you've never been to the Good Friday service, come. At a real beautiful point, after we've read the Passion, and I'll say a few words in the homily, we do a special unveiling, we, not this cross, but just a wooden cross with no body. We bring it in the back door, and we sing the, three times as we bring the cross down, and it's veiled with a cloth, and we unveil it so it's just the cross, the wooden cross. And then people come up and genuflect before it or kiss it or touch it, whatever they want to connect with the cross. Then we do this wonderful thing. Not, most parishes don't do this, but I did this years ago in my, in my first pastor. We take the cross and we hand it to the people. They're all standing, and they lift the cross and give it to the people all the way down the road, and then they pass it back, and they lift it. Everyone always says, whoa, I lifted the cross over my head. The weight of that cross, I shared it. Reason for us to come into the power of that cross. And on that cross, after all the bullying and rejection and hatred and ugliness that Jesus experienced, what did he say? Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. The one bullied forgives the bullies. That's courage. That's strength. That's power. And the beauty of this school, because I couldn't say this if I went down the street uh, to a public school, they're all wonderful schools, but only here I can say it. Because you and I are people of faith, we can embrace that cross, we can embrace Jesus Christ and learn his message when he was beaten down completely, they were killing him and spitting on him. He loved them and he forgave them. Please stand.